Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky. Lucky in line at the deli, I guess. Aha! In my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Thank you for listening to this Belly Up Sports Podcast Network product. Some said we go belly up, so we made it our name. And we're still here. Is no credentials required covering sports around the mighty 518. Part of the Belly Up Sports Podcast Network in association with Godzilla Media. Here is your host, Ryan McCarthy. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to No Credentials Required. This podcast is brought to you by Belly Up Sports in association with Godzilla Media. I'll give you an explanation as to why I was away for so long. Took the month of October off just to kind of refuel uh, my passion again. But before I do that, just want to remind you, if you wouldn't mind, visit our social media channels on Twitter and Instagram. Look for at BellyUpNCR, Facebook.com forward slash BellyUpSportsNCR. And finally, on YouTube, just search for No Credentials Required. And on that side, for podcasts, please subscribe, share on all podcast platforms, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Spreaker, Google Play, pod chaser a review would also be really really nice because that way i can read your reviews like this one from pat in the bronx on itunes on on my birthday he reviewed it on my birthday he writes great listen the best albany based podcast going sports or otherwise hang with ryan and learn more about the sports you need to know about in the 518 pat thank you so much for reviewing also want to want to read this one from from joey sports joe's talk Great podcast, great podcast, a must-listen. It's professionally done with high-quality sports content, a must-listen if you are a sports fan and looking to hear a new perspective on a variety of sports topics. Joe's Talk, this was on September 29th, 2021. Thank you, Joe, for letting me know how you felt about the podcast. Also, to you, Pat, in the Bronx, 
again, a review would be really nice. That way, people more people know about No Credentials Required, and we get a little bit of bump in the ratings. So, hey, be nice to give you leave a review, leave a five star review. Five star reviews more than welcome. If you give, if you give me four, don't bother listening. <laughs> All right. So, what I'm going to do next is share the reason why I was out for so long, and it goes back to around end of September. I just wrapped up episode 42 with Jason Romano. Awesome interview. Go back and listen. Not right now, but take, go back and listen after you're done listening to this episode. And I went through the week and it was a great interview. J- Jason was awesome guy. He prayed for me after our recording. We just prayed together because uh, he's a Christian. I'm a Christian too. And just going through the, 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 the ratings here, I'm going through, I'm going through my numbers and I, I just look at the numbers. I'm going. I got really discouraged. I know as a podcaster, as a as a as a, as a broadcaster in general, one thing you don't want to do is look at the ratings because if you look at the ratings and you compare yourself to others, compare yourself to other podcasts, it's not a good scene. It's not a good scene at all. And I remember it, it's, this kind of this this saying came to me the other day. I remember watching a John Acuff talk from years past. It was about 10, 10, probably about 10 years ago or so. And I remember listening to a, a record, uh, a, a speech that he did where he said, never compare yourself to someone else's middle. And I made that big mistake. I was doing some chores and I realized I didn't want to record. I didn't want to. I didn't want to record a podcast episode and I was getting ready to do a history of a professional and college hockey in the uh, capital district area of 518, the, the 518 area for an extended podcast. But at the time I'm just going, I'm just looking at the numbers and I'm getting discouraged and I'm, I didn't, my passion was gone. I'll be honest with you. My, my passion was at an all time low to do any recording at all. And I had sat down after doing some chores and I was just my, and I'll, I'll be honest with you. I would, I was, my eyes were filling up with tears because I didn't, I just felt like I was running myself into the ground. And I talked it over with some very, very close confidants, some really, really close friends. And this is right after I just brought launched uh, the merchandise store for credentials required too. I'm going, Oh crap. Right. right just as around, just as I'm starting to build momentum and 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 get some merch out there, I I paused. I had to pause, and I thought about quitting altogether. But I talked it over with really good friends of mine. I talked it over with my sister. Talked it over with friends and fam- different family members. And I just said, I'm just you know just they just, just said they just said take a month off, take the month off. Talk to your talk to people talk to the people at. Uh, Belly up sports, talk to people at Godzilla Media, let them know what you're doing. And just pause for them. Just press pause. Press pause for the month. And you, you, you know, you, that way you have some time to talk it over with people, see what best practices they're doing. And it was probably the best thing that I, I could have done for this podcast because I was I was doing my podcast, I was doing interviews midweek, doing history stuff with with uh uh, with arena football and with uh, local hockey. And, and it's kind of tough to get local people on board, uh, especially in the college ranks. So that was going to be scrapped. 
and I was doing a live stream every Friday, putting it on Spreaker the next day. Wasn't getting the views, wasn't get what I wanted because with around for the weekend, it was at 6.30 on Friday night and it was during pandemic and I was getting a lot of views and now it's football season. It's people going to high school games, people go, people going to dinner, people doing act, other activities and Friday night at 7.30 is kind of a tough scene for local, for any kind of sports, sports talk show unless you're a loyal, unless you're absolutely positively loyal uh, watcher or listener, it's a tough scene. So I figured, all right, we'll scrap the live show altogether. So I I talked to talked to the heads at Belly Up Sports, talked to Godzilla Media. They had my full support. But I had the I had their full support, I should say. And it was just looking to just recalibrate, just recalibrate, reformat, do other things, and also get healthy, get in a healthy state of mind, get in a healthy body sense, because I wasn't feeling great at the end of September. I wasn't working out as much. August was a very busy month, so was September. And I looked at myself physically, I'm going, ooh, I'm letting myself go. So I decided to quit drinking for the month of September, for the month of October, do a sub October, well, except for this past Sunday, if you saw the video on YouTube, of me drinking a hard seltzer because the Jets had New York Jets had scored 34 points and won. Oh, Mike effing white. Uh, <laughs> um, no, I just wanted to get myself to a healthy state of mind. And I think a large part of doing that was going to the gym four or five times a week, lifting weights, getting myself just, I feel that if I'm, if I'm physically feeling well, I'll also feel well mentally. And all it's, it's also, and, it goes back to the four cylinders. If, you, if you're if you're a Dave Ramsey fan, he talks during the uh, during the Financial Peace University series. He talks about the four cylinders of life. The four cylinders being physical, spiritual, emotional, and mental. And a couple of those cylinders weren't popping, so I had to step back and take a break from the podcast side. Did a little more writing and did a little more writing in October. I'm uh, taking the role of the New York Jets and New Jersey Devils beat writer roles at Belly Up Sports. Check them out. Uh, I just I actually just talked just did an article about the Jets' recent win. So it just gave me the opportunity to just recalibrate and just and rest and rest because I didn't have to worry about I had to worry about going on Friday Friday night at seven thirty and having something to talk about because that was the primary reason why I moved to seven 30 because I wanted to prepare after I got the one work. I wanted some time to prepare to talk about why I want to talk about that night because I was covering more national news from the week and it just felt, it just, it just, it just wasn't working. It just wasn't working. So here's what's going to go happen from here's what's going to happen with no credentials required going forward. First thing we're going to do, we're going to have a new format again. And I know I did the new format starting in, in around March, April, where I was going to cover more local sports. Uh, that's going to continue. But my focus will primarily be on the Albany Empire, the Albany Firewolves, and the Adirondack Thunder. So the Empire football team, uh, we're going to talk about that next episode, about what's happening in the National Arena League with their new rules. Uh, probably get my buddy Jeff Levac back in the show, team president of the Albany Empire. Uh, we'll talk to him some more about what's happening in the NAL. Hey, maybe I'll have Commissioner Chris Sigfried 
back on uh, or on the podcast. I haven't been meaning to schedule an interview with him and what they're doing in the NAL with the new with their new uh, team rules. I'm gonna talk to the, I'm gonna talk to them some more. I mean, we get some new play, maybe, maybe talk to some players. Will we have maybe have a return of Colin Taylor back? He's got a new movie coming out. He's in, he's in the new Kurt Warner movie uh, based on the life of Kurt Warner. So he'll be he'll be in that movie. I'll talk to him a little bit more about that. Um, but yeah, covering Albany Empire football, covering Albany Firewolves lacrosse. I had the opportunity to go to the uh, open house last Saturday to check out some practice, talk to some guys I haven't talked to in a while, like my buddy George Jordan. Uh, Lamaestro from who's the uh, PR director and uh, get, to, get to run into my my buddy Mike Falvo who whose voice you hear on the opening and closing bumper of the show. So um, so we'll talk maybe get some players from the from the uh, Firewolves talk to the coach maybe and then Adirondack Thunder which is the ECHL affiliate for the New Jersey Devils. Maybe we'll get my friend uh, Evan Pivnik who you heard his interview back in June July. Let's talk to him some more. He's the voice of the Adirondack Thunder. Uh, I know they're on a big, uh, bit of a road trip right now in Newfoundland. So we're going to lo- focus locally on sports again, but just only covering a couple teams because, again, college scene's kind of rough to get a hold of these days. Um, college programs are very protective in this area. Not really sure why, but, you know, well, uh, not going to worry about that. Um also going to cover Metro, what I call the, the Metro New York beat from an upstate point of view. This is where I'm going to cover the New Jersey Devils. This is where I'm going to cover the New York Jets. Uh, these are the teams I cover as part of the beat for the um, for Belly Up Sports. Covering the Devils, covering the Jets. Those are the teams, those are the teams I follow. Those are the teams I'm a fan of. And being able to write about them on a weekly basis, cover cover uh, certain topics uh, like uh, do some post game stuff for the Jets, do some weekend review for the Devils. Talk about maybe talk about Utica Devils because the Utica Devils are AHL affiliate for the New Jersey Devils. We do some catch up with uh, with them, get some players, get some get some uh, maybe do some, do the play by play voice with them uh, of, of their of their team. So local sports. So again, local sports. Metro New York beat from upstate point of view. And as I talked about life lessons, just life lessons from stuff I've learned over the week. And as somebody who is a chap, who was a former chaplain, somebody who writes, uh, does some devotionals and does some introspection every once in a while, because I'm that type of person (laughs) who, when things happen right away, I don't like to give my, I don't like to give my immediate reaction. And there's a reason for that is because, yeah, I'm, I'm, I, I, there's a reason for that. And just because I need to take stuff in before I really uh, have a reaction to it. I, I'd rather have my, I'd rather speak strong words uh, when I'm, I, I, I find my, my words make more impact when I think about things a little bit more and talking what I just talked about, taking a break, taking a pause break from some stuff I'm passionate about. So I don't, so my passion doesn't run out. That's a big life lesson that you can learn from. You can take from this, <laughs> from this, ep- from this uh, opening of the episode. But yeah, when when you when your passion starts to run out for something you really like to do, press pause, press pause, take a step back. Maybe there's something you need to fix, and that's why I needed to do. So, so that's your life lesson for this week. <laughs> but in the meantime, let's get into this week's episode. I did a long form interview 
with uh, my nephew Christian. Uh, he was a guest on the podcast back in, I believe, early February, late January. We talked about the Super Bowl. We did episode about the Super Bowl, our favorite Super Bowl moments, commercials, food, snack foods. It's episode 23, published on February 4th. So again, don't go back and listen now, but listen, maybe go back and listen on another time. So without further ado, let's get into this week's episode. Here is my nephew, Christian McCarthy. We talk about his experience at the Field of Dreams for the Barstool Barnburner Classic. And we're going to actually, we're going to call this segment, we're going to call this part of the show Friends with Ryan. So here's Friends with Ryan, who is actually family, Christian McCarthy. Enjoy. And welcome to the all new Friends with Ryan segment. It is brought again, it's brought to you by Belly Up Sports in association with Godzilla Media. And my first guest in this new format of no credentials required. Uh, you may have heard back in February where I had my episode with my nephew, Christian, Christian McCarthy. He's a, he's an aspiring broadcaster uh, currently at St. John's St. John Fisher university out near Rochester, but we had a pretty cool experience back in August, late August, oh, sorry, late July, early August, where he got to pitch in the, in the Barstool Barn Burner Classic. So we're going to talk about that some more. We're talking about that tonight because we didn't, we didn't get a chance to do it back in August when he came when we got back. So it was a very long trip, but it was fun. So I'm going to bring him on in. All right. Welcome to the pod. Welcome to No Crunch Required Christian. Christian, Thank how's it going? Thanks for having me. You're welcome. You're welcome. So let's talk about this experience at the uh, Bar Barstool Barn Burner Classic. Mm-hmm. Uh, before we actually get into the experience itself, how did you how did you get one of this? How did you get one of this one of this experience? Even, and just and and talk us through the process. I, how honestly, I, I don't even know how I got picked. Um, <laughs> there were, let's just say, a lot of applicants, and for some reason, they wanted me, uh, a sophomore at the college that I didn't even make the baseball team at. So <laughs> I'm very, I'm very confused as well. So I have basically <laughs> no advice to give to people that want to do it in the future because I don't well, know. I, I got picked. Well, I, but, but, te- but the, the, not, besides that, just take us to the, take, take us to the process. How did you find out about the, this, this uh, experience? How'd you, how'd you apply? How did you, how did they notice you? Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm a fan of the, the podcast that Jared and Dallas run uh, starting nine through Barstool. So I listened to that like when I would do deliveries for uh, Jimmy's, but um, like I was just, I was listening to the podcast one day and they were like, yeah, we're, we're doing this thing in July at uh, the field of dreams. And I was like, well, I mean, I've always wanted to play there. So, I mean, why not? It's like every baseball player's dream to play at that field. And, uh, I mean, they had, like, a link to go to to, like, submit an application. You did, like, say stuff about you and, like, how old you were, stuff like that. And, like, then you had to attach a video at the bottom. And my video was from, I think, a year and a half ago during, like, when COVID first started. And it was a video that I sent to a few colleges for, like, baseball recruitment. And like, I don't even pitch like that anymore. Like in the video I throw like over the top up here, but now it's like, I come out here and towards the side more. So like, but they were like, yeah, we're going to have a live draft and just send an email, you know, 
if we pick you on the draft and you're in, if not, then like good luck next year. So um, I, I put the video in and then like a month and a half later, like I totally even forgot about the draft. Like I didn't <laughs> even watch it the night that they did it live. And I, I go in my email for some reason and I see an email from Bryn Foley, the, the nice woman that was uh, managing it for Jared and Dallas, like doing all the emails and stuff like that, mm-hmm. like the behind the scenes type stuff. Yeah. So I see an email from her and I'm like, who's this? Like, I don't, I don't know a Bryn. And it was like, Hey, you're did the, you show up in your regular, but, no, let me ask you, did you show up in your regular inbox or to show up in your spam? No, my regular inbox, but I'd okay. never check my you. email, especially over the summer. Cause like, I don't, I don't need to, like, I'm not in school in summer. Like I check it maybe like once a week. So I just happened to check it that night. And I see the email and it's like, hey, you're the only one that hasn't responded to the uh, Barstool Barn Burner thing. Are you going to come? And I was like, hmm. that, that's weird. Like, I put my application like a month and a half ago for that. Like, you got to be kidding and, me, lady. Go get out of here. <laughs> yeah, and, and I scroll up in the email and I see there was a prior email saying, hey, um, you've been selected for team starting nine in the Barstool Barn Burner. Um, please let us know as soon as possible if you can like attend this. And I was like, what? <laughs> like, are you kidding me? And I, I literally was on PlayStation with one of my friends. And mm-hmm. I was just like, dude, I got to go. Like some, some weird shit just happened to me. And, <laughs> and he was like, dude, you got to tell me. I was like, I'll just call you later. All right. Like, bye. I ran downstairs and I was like, mom and dad, like, we got to go to Iowa in July. Like they were like, they didn't even know I applied for this thing. They were like, what, what are you talking Completely about? Completely like, in the what's dark. In, oh, what's gosh. in Iowa? And I was like the barstool barn burner. And they were, they asked me like all these questions. They were like, Oh, even a real thing. Like, Oh, I got to tell you the story. So I'm on the lawn that I probably the same day that you, you found out I was on the lawn. It was. it was that, it was at night, right? Like, yeah. Dinner yeah. Time. And, and I, I just, I just finished up. Mowing the lawn, yeah. And I got a text message from your mom. He's like, "Can you please call? Can you please call your brother about barstool?" I'm like, "What?" <laughs> so I call your dad. I don't know why she wanted me to call. I don't know why your mom wanted me to call your dad. I don't even know. Apparently, I'm, he, he trusts me more than she does. So, <laughs> so I, don't know. All, I think it all goes back to the chili comment you made. You, the comment you made about my chili during the first podcast you made. <laughs> <laughs> Like, like mine better, but <laughs> so I talked to your dad. I talked to your dad, and, and I'm walking him through the whole thing. I'm like, he's like, oh, Christian applied for this barstool barn burner thing. Do you know about this? I go, no, I, I don't know anything about it at all. Because yeah, we get selected to play the uh, Phil of Dreams in Iowa. I'm like, are you kidding me? Let's go. So your mom was worried that you were getting scammed. Yeah, I know. She <laughs> told me that. She was like, are you being scammed? Thing like. Like, what, what yes, are you doing for this? Is. Yeah. So yeah, I, mean, I talked I talked your mom down from the roof, and even your sister, even your teen, your your fifteen year old sister knew who what Barstool Sports was. Yeah. Which kind of scares me, by the which kind of scares me, by the way. I just wanted to let you. Know I love Barstool. Them. There's there's nothing wrong <laughs> with them. They just post funny ass videos. They just make they just rub people some people the wrong way. You know, oh, even yeah. me some even me sometimes when they post stuff about the Jets and the Yankees. Like, oh yeah. But they dunk, the but they dunk on everybody. Yeah, <laughs> but but no, I I talked your mom down from the roof, and apparently she was okay with it. So, so next day I I was like, all right, we're going, 
we're going. We're get, we all gotta go. We all gotta get t-shirts. We gotta get stuff. I'll, I'll dress up as I'll dress up as an old school bo- baseball player, like from the <laughs> Field of Dreams video. I was planning to do that. I never got a chance to get that, but I got time off of work. Your dad got time off of his, from his work. I'm pretty sure you got time off from Jimmy's. They were okay with it. Oh yeah, they were so perfectly fine. Yeah. So and your mom had your mom's a teacher, yeah, so she teacher. So off summers anyway. off. Summers off. So. Let's talk about let's talk about let's go let's go let's fast forward a couple of weeks to the day of the trip. Mm-hmm. Longest trip ever. I mean, I've I've gone to North Carolina on similar trips like this that didn't it's take about that the long. Same time to North Carolina, right? Like fifteen hours. No, uh, no. Or no, well, no. That's South Carolina, which that's South Carolina. Not North, like Outer Banks is like twelve. Outer Banks is twelve hours, but yeah, South Carolina is like Myrtle 15. Beach, where my girlfriend goes every year, is like fifteen hours. So they're used to it. But I feel like this was just so long because it was so straight and everything looked the exact same. Yeah, we ran and we ran into those couple construction zones in Ohio and Indiana, and uh, I just want to say through an absolute river in Ohio. Oh my gosh! Like, welcome to Ohio. Here's some here's some street flooding. (laughs) Yeah, here's a few inches of water. Have fun getting through this. Yeah, that's a rude welcome to Ohio. Um, But no, we're we're just it's just 17 hours to get from my house to our hotel in Dubuque. but we, but we, but I, I just want to say to 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 the uh, good folks in and uh, state of Ohio and Indiana, do your construction at night. Take take a cue from New York. Do your mm-hmm. construction at night, please. So get to our hotel room, finally at eleven o'clock Central Time, and I, I was pretty dead. I don't know about. Oh, I yeah. think you were pretty dead too. Yep. It was. I just wanted to sleep. Yeah. Yeah. And that I did. Yeah, me too. Me too. Me too. All right. So next day, we we actually go up to the literal field of dreams. We just kind of get our bearings straight. We turn around, come home. What was your? Was there was there kind of a, an air of excitement for yourself? Like just do do you, when you start when you know you're pitching or you're going to going to play uh, the, the day before a game. Do you typically get a little bit nervous? Do you get butterflies or just, or just a, a good excitement that is just a good nervous that you're like, all right, I'm going to do well today. I'm going to do this and that. I don't, I don't really think I get nervous. Mm-hmm. Um, I was very excited though. Like yeah. when we, when we first went to the field, like just to look at it, I was just like, yeah. this is crazy. Like I, I can't even believe I'm here right now. Like mm-hmm. let alone playing on this field tomorrow morning. Like it was just kind of surreal to me at the time, but it didn't really sit in that I was like actually here. Yeah. But um, no, I, I really wasn't nervous to pitch. I was more excited, and that kind of surprised me because that's like the most people I've pitched in front of in for like my whole life. And um, I think I was just nervous, but I was more relaxed because I trust my stuff. Like you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Like if I if I know I'm gonna do good, then I don't really get nervous. But if it's like I'm facing like really good kids, then I get a little nervous. But no, I was I wasn't really nervous at all. 
Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Just okay. Very now, excited. Now I know, I know you pitched in a uh, kind of college ball type Cape Cod t- league type uh, yeah. league in, in the Catskills during the summer. Uh, How did you pitch a couple days before that? Before before uh, we went to Iowa. Um, I did. I had pitched like four days before that, mm-hmm. and I was a little nervous because my arm was still sore the day before the game. But I mm-hmm. think like once. Once we got to like the field, like all the adrenaline just hit me, and I had like probably four or five things of Advil in me at the time too. So <laughs> uh, yeah, I popped those like candy when I play. Uh, we, we us baseball players call them Skittles. Skittles. Yeah. So Marshawn Lynch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I had a few of those in me, and I think it was just the adrenaline that kind of just like just set in. That that was the best I've pitched like in a long time like when i went out there two separate innings too like i pissed yeah them, i think like the sixth and then like the ninth i thought it was the i thought it was the eighth it could have been i don't remember i, th- I think you picked i think you pitched the eighth and the and the 11th we'll get to that part we'll get to that part in just a second but what was your feelings about the, the city of dubuque i mean because we got a chance on friday just to kind of relax get our bearings straight just take the day and just go around town. What do you think about the, the, the city of Dubuque? Well, I was definitely totally different than I thought it would be like, mm. oh, not really. Some parts <laughs> of it are like Dubuque is it's like, mm. it's very city like, but it kind of reminded me of like a Saratoga or like a Clifton park. Like they had a ton of restaurants in there. Like uh, they had a Chick-fil-A, a Popeye's, I think. <laughs> Wendy's, Burger King, McDonald's, like all like in that one plaza, and like it, it was just crazy because like all I've learned about Iowa is that they make corn, so I thought that's what like all of Iowa was. Like I thought it was just some rural. It's rural, corn and hogs. Like, yeah, everything. <laughs> corn and like pigs. I mean, even even the even the state itself is shipping a pig. Yeah, basically. You think about it. <laughs> Yeah, but I mean, it was a beautiful town. Like I, I liked being there. I would totally go back there. Yeah, but, like it just wasn't what I even pictured it to be. So, so surprised you, basically. So surprised yeah. you, in other words. Yeah, yeah. It was a good surprise. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because we went to that one restaurant, which was the winery. Then we went back to the hotel room, chilled out for. A- oh Actually, yeah, we, we watched- drove through that we, one we, area where we thought we were gonna get kidnapped. Thought <laughs> <laughs> we were gonna get killed by a quarry. <laughs> but we also walked along the Mississippi. That was pretty cool. Oh, uh, yeah. That was, that was awesome. The port was really nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't realize then, it was that thick Mississippi. Yeah. And that, was, that wasn't even like one of its thicker parts. No. No. Uh, and then we saw that one ship that was that cruise ship that was coming up the Mississippi. Oh, yeah. That was really cool. Yeah. I didn't even know they did that, like, go through rivers. Yeah. It's one of those weird, really cool like cruises that they go through like I know one goes up the Mississippi, one goes on the east coast towards Maine, mm-hmm. and one goes toward takes the uh what's it the uh one goes to Alaska and one goes through mm-hmm. uh the uh 
oh gosh, was it Columbia River? Uh, it, they take the Lewis and Clark Trail. Yeah, like through uh, the Colorado, all to Colorado. But yeah, that's pretty cool. Then we went to our, back to our hotel room, chilled in. Yeah, kind of needed to. Just kind of vibed. Yeah, and then we went to that brewery, uh, the Seven Hills Brewery, which is uh, which is pretty nice. They had the, it's a pretty cool menu because they had the cool menu and the, they named their menu to different types of things. Oh like, yeah, like the, I forgot the, about the, that. The, the deep fried pickles called Pickle Rick. I'm Pickle Rick. Pickle Rick. <laughs> so those were very good pickles, though. I, I enjoyed I, those. I'm glad you enjoy them because I'm not particularly a fan of pickles. <laughs> Too salty. Too salty. Perfect. For my well, for my palate, but all right. So day of the game, Saturday. I did not expect there to be sun. <laughs> I was nervous. I got for a hot second. Yeah. But you, uh, but in, t- in addition to everybody, got ch- but this is a cool thing about the bar, the Barn Burn Classic. Everybody, everybody on both teams got a chance to hit, and pitching was your specialty. You got to pitch. Yeah. So you come in the eighth inning, you face that the really interesting guy who had the one arm, the, the right handed Jim Abbott. That was really cool. And I didn't know he had one arm, so I chirped him in the beginning. Yeah. Like hard. And I was like, you swing like my sister. And then he <laughs> looked at me and he took off his arm. And I was like, oh, <laughs> sorry. I didn't mean that. You're doing great. Um, you're, but, you're okay. <laughs> but yeah, I I didn't really know how to pitch to him. So I just pitched to him like any other player. Mm-hmm. And I, I think struck him out or got a pop out. I don't remember. Uh, you, I think I remember you... Um... I think you popped him out because I remember him basically flinging his arm going towards yeah, first base, yeah. and then yeah. and then Dallas took, then Dallas picked up his artificial arm and goes, "Hey, hey, you need a hand." <laughs> I love Dallas. Oh my god, you still BFFs? But, oh yeah, <laughs> best of friends. Awesome. So so yeah, I remember you. You pop that guy out. I think you got one guy who I think he grounded out. out. Yeah. And then the last guy you you then the last guy you, you actually uh you actually got him Hunt to strike out. out. Yep. It tell, was the tell, big... tell the people what you did after you uh struck uh, out. <laughs> oh yeah. So um I like Trevor Bauer a lot. Um he's one of my favorite pitchers to watch because he pitches just like me. You know, he's kind of cocky at the same time. Also, not cocky, but um, I struck out this uh, Wake Forest first baseman, and I was very surprised that I struck him out because, I mean, Wake Forest is a Division One school in the ACC, so I was very surprised when I got him to swing and miss at a slider in the dirt, and I was like, what more perfect time than to break out the sword? So, basically, for those of you do that don't know baseball that much. Uh, we call a sword basically as someone p- swings at a bad pitch, like a terrible pitch, either too far inside or too far outside. And they kind of just fling the bat out there and try to make contact. But um, that's basically what he did. So I broke out the sword, Trevor Bauer's sword. And he came over to me after and he was like, dude, that was, that was awesome. That was well-deserved because I don't know why I swung at that pitch, but I just 
it was probably one of the cooler moments of my life. And Dallas and Jared loved it. You know, everybody on the team was like, dude, that was, that was sick. And I was like, yeah, I, I know <laughs> that was awesome. So at that point, at that, at that point, it's top eight. It, we go to the middle of the eighth and we go to the bottom of the eighth and it's, and starting nine and you got, and you got tracked by starting nine. Yeah. Okay. Starting nine has a very comfortable four run lead. Mm-hmm. And then the bottom falls out. Wasn't very comfortable. No, no, I was quite shocked at the. Uh, oh, believe me, ending. I was too. So, what was it? Was it? Dallas comes out of the corn, trying to make a big, makes a big entrance for the television camera because yeah. they they're filming the whole thing. Yeah, they got to make the whole content. thing. They got, they got, you know, they got the video going. The regular cameras got the drone camera. The drone camera was cool. The field until somebody hit it with the ball. Yeah, <laughs> one drone. That's why. That's why I have a backup. Exactly. <laughs> that's why I have a backup. So Brayden comes in. He he tries to. What was he doing? He tried to trick the other guy from Redline Radio. Yeah, I think they planned something beforehand where they would like. I think they corked his bat. And they were trying to open it, and they couldn't get it open, uh, so it kind of just fell apart. Yeah. So that that whole prank thing just kind of went down the drain after they couldn't get the bat open. Yeah, and then he manages to clear the bases with uh, with that bases clearing double, mm-hmm. actually a single and an error. And then we go so it's type at six, go to the bottom of the ninth, and you are this close to end the game. My yeah, I still think about it to this day. Like, <laughs> I was like probably a couple inches away from having a game-winning base hit at the Field of Dreams. Um, that was like one the of my bloops. First it could have been a bloops. It, it was. Yeah. I thought I was praying for it to go over the guy for a second. I thought it was going to when I hit it. I was like, "Oh, that's that's dropping." And then he just kind of ranged back and he just kind of sat under it. I was like, "Oh, like, are you kidding me?" If I swung like. A second earlier, or like a millisecond earlier, that would have been a base hit. The the funny thing is, like everybody on our side was cheering you on, like the all, all the all the, the girlfriends yeah, and sisters, all the, all the teammates were like, "He's nineteen! <laughs> yeah, they probably knew that I was a PO and that I was the youngest kid there by at least four years, probably. Yeah, yeah. but um, like, how did you mean, get it? How do you get it? I'm like, I don't know. I think it was an exception. <laughs> yeah, I, I think so too. But um, <laughs> I. That was literally my first time hitting above like 73 miles an hour because mm-hmm. I, I hadn't hit since like ninth or 10th grade probably. Oh, so I was all aw- I'm awful at hitting. And that's what you saw. I mean, I struck out or no, I walked in the first inning. No, you walked. You didn't I strike know. out at all. I you, know. You walked I, and then I, you walked and, and then he got that. Out. Uh, I was praying for the drop yeah. too. I'm like, come on, drop, drop. This will be a great story. I was I was sitting on a fastball because he couldn't locate his like slider slash curveball. Mm-hmm. So I mean he threw me he threw me a fastball, slider in the dirt, a fastball for a strike, and then another slider in the dirt, and then he threw another slider in the dirt, and then he threw a fastball, which I thought was a ball, but it actually got called a strike. And it was three two, so I was like, all right. He can't throw a slider for a strike. I got to sit fastball. And he threw me a fastball out of the zone. It was like probably a couple inches outside, but like up at my eyes. And I swung at it and I was like, oh, I made contact. That might drop. 
and <laughs> I see the guy running back, and I was like, is this actually going to drop? Like, no way. I just walked this off here. And then he's like, he just camps under it, and he catches it, and I'm like, oh, it was so close. <laughs> and then, like, two innings later, I got to pitch again, so. Yeah, so let's talk about that that eleventh inning. So at at that time we had, I think we, we I think we de- they decided on man runner on, yeah, man on second, second with one out, man on second with one out, and then we carried over into the eleventh inning. I, I can't remember if they kept the same rule. I think it was first and second one out. I believe. Okay. So they had two. So, I know I had two runners on though, and one out. Yes, because because I remember what, they did a double steal. Yeah. And I'm like, oh no, this is gonna be, this could be bad. <laughs> it yeah. could be bad, but, but, but those are like the types of situations that I would get put into in summer ball. So like, I was mm. used to it because I could get out of them. So like, I remember pitching to the first kid. I was like, all right, I gotta go for a strikeout here. I can't let him hit the ball, and I did. I got a strikeout. I just threw like five straight fastballs and just blew it by him. Like it, it was mm. the hardest I'd thrown in a while because I had so much adrenaline pumping through me. I was like, I gotta, I can't like lose us this game after not getting the walk-off hit. Mm-hmm. So I was I was just throwing the ball as hard as I can and it worked. I blew one by him up up in the zone and I was I was very excited after that. And then I think the next guy, I think he grounded out to like shortstop or second base. No, he popped out to the third base. He fouled out. Oh, yep, yep, yep. Yeah. And yep, then he, he fouled out. That guy and... got out and I was I was so excited. I was like, "Yep, I'm I'm that guy." I'm that guy. I'm, I'm good. And, and the cool thing about it is that you get the chain. They made a yeah. special chain for Dallas, and the, and as soon as you go off to the dugout, they they pop it on you. Yep. The strikeout, the strikeout, or home well, it was supposed to be the home run chain because we were supposed to see some dingers. Nah, nobody could hit that. Day. We saw no dingers. No. I mean, we did see a few at the end in the home run derby. Yeah. None from me because I once again. I'm a PO. <laughs> Define PO again. Pitcher only. Ah, oh, gotcha. POs. It's the PO life, we like to call it. All we it's do is uh, use plyos, throw bullpens, and sit in the bullpen. Arm pen. Uh, yeah, the arm barn. <laughs> the arm barn. <laughs> so, so dumb. Stupid. <laughs> That's that's offensive to people that don't have arms, though. So you gotta, I know, right? We got people who it. don't have barns, and, and especially yeah. the Amish. Oh yeah, because you know what type of raisin the Amish like? No clue. Barn raisin. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so get to the end of the game. They decide to do a home run derby. Redline Radio gets two home runs. We get one. They walk it off. Seven six and shootout basic skills competition, mm-hmm. but but yeah, we don't than, we still don't consider that a win for them. We it, won that it was, game. It was more like a uh, I don't know, not a tie, but nah, we won that game <laughs> easily. They did not deserve you, to win. No, the team won that game. Game Dallas lost the game. Ah yes, yes. yes. <laughs> Sorry, Dallas, if you're listening. Um, <laughs> but after that game, we do the drink up at the uh, at that one bar, mm-hmm. and they turn on the house music, and I'm like, "What is this garbage? Who turned on the house music in Iowa?" 
It's not a rave. But, I thought it was pretty but, fun. Like when everybody got there, that was that was sick. But you did do one thing with Dallas Braden. Tell the people who what you did with uh, Dallas Braden. Well, it was actually Dallas Braden and Johnny Gomes. Uh, I got to oh, play right, Johnny Gomes. That's right. I got to play beer pong with Johnny Gomes was my partner, and we got to play against Dallas. But well, it was more was, like it was more like water pong. Yeah, yeah. But it's this the name of the game is beer pong. Yeah, I'm telling you. I guess that's college kids call it. I've I've played. (laughs) Uncle Ryan's played. I dabble in it (laughs) once in a while. I've dabbled. (laughs) But yeah, yeah, we get to play play with Johnny Gomes. Yeah, I mean Johnny's he gave me a lot of good advice, but Mm. um he's he's just a funny dude. Like wait, about baseball or beer pong? (laughs) He was terrible (laughs) at beer pong. We were both were. Let's be honest. Let's be honest. Let's yeah, be honest, we, we were, were both pretty bad. Yeah, we were both not on our game that night. But um, he gave me a lot of good advice about baseball. Um, he's just a great dude. All of them are. Like Dallas, Jared, Johnny Gomes, Eric Sim. Like they were all great guys. All the guys on my team were really fun to be around. And uh, I still talk to a bunch of them today. Um, but, yeah, it was it was just a great experience to be there. It was probably the coolest night of my life. And I I basically tell everybody that I played beer pong with Johnny Gomes. And they're all <laughs> like, oh, my God, that's that's awesome. And then some people are like, who's Johnny Gomes? And I'm like, we're not friends anymore. We're I, pl- I played b- beer pong with Johnny Gomes. Now, who wants to touch me? <laughs> <laughs> who wants to freaking touch me? <laughs> <laughs> and then we went home. <laughs> Yep, another we home. 15, 17 hours on the way well, home. Well, we did we did one stop though. We did do one stop that you wanted to you wanted to do a that was uh I don't know pretty cool for I mean I'm not a fan of the team but it's a beautiful campus. Let's put it that way. Yeah, yeah, I love Notre Dame. I would hundred percent drop everything at St. John Fisher and go there if I got the scholarship, but. It's just so much more expensive than Fisher, and I'd have to fly out there and everything like that. So I'll take Fisher while I'm here. <laughs> It'll do the for one, now. The one place we didn't get to go, though, was uh, – what was that place called? It was oh, Pennsylvania. They sold, they sold the, the fireworks. The fireworks, the, katanas. Katanas, jelly beans. <laughs> <laughs> jelly beans. And jelly beans, yes. Oh, what was, was it Uncle Al's called? or something like that? Was it Uncle Al's or something like that? No, it was um shoot. What is it? I bet you if I called my mom, she would know. Or if I asked my mom, but I won't. Oh, what was it? I thought it had like a D in the name or something. Yeah, I'm looking it up. Sky wasn't Sky King. No. Let's see. Lotus Kingdom Phantom Fireworks. Phantom Fire. Big Big Daddy's Fireworks. Mm, no. Big Louis, wasn't it? Big. No, I think it was no. Big Daddy's. No, it wasn't. It wasn't. What was the name? Hang on, I'm gonna look it up too. Are you editing this out or no? Oh no, Big Woody's. 
Big Woody's. Big Woody's, Big Woody's fireworks. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Big Woody's. Big Woody's fireworks where they have not only fireworks, not only martial arts equipment, like katanas and size and throwing stars and swords, but they also oh. sell jelly beans. And jelly beans. Yes. There you go. There you go, Big Woody's. There's your free ad. <laughs> <laughs> now pay me. Now pay me. Uh, no, but, you know, it was a great experience for the both of us, especially for you, especially Christian, because you got to pitch at the Field of Dreams, and that kind of that kind of got me inspired. I, I thought about doing the same thing myself. For you know, I, I did some pitching lessons back in the throwing lessons back in the day, and yeah. starting to get in better shape than I have been lately. And I yeah. thought about going to somewhere to pitch, but I can't find anywhere to pitch or someone to throw to. So I don't know. Yeah, we'll definitely see. won't catch for you because I am not a catcher. <laughs> I used to play so- I used I used to do softball catching. So, but I and literally and literally to, catching back in the day. But I can't wait to play in some like men's beer league when I'm older. <laughs> uh, that's gonna be so much fun. All right, so we come back home and then we go our separate ways and this and that. But it was a fun experience. I mean, I know you had a great experience. I had I had fun myself just bringing oh, back yeah, a case of be- bringing back a case of beer and and uh, <laughs> some and along with and along with that, but some memories too, some oh, lifelong. Yeah lifelong memories definitely yeah I mean, all right probably the coolest two or three days of my life definitely so far so yeah. far so far all right so then we're gonna wrap things up with this friends with ryan segment christian uh where can people find you do you have anything this is your time to plug your stuff so go ahead and plug your stuff um i mean my friend and i have a podcast called throwing smoke it's on I think all of like the regular streaming services, Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Um, but we haven't done an episode in a while, but we will probably start doing it very soon, I believe, once once we get things all figured out with college and stuff like that. I mean, we both have pretty different schedules, but I know we're looking to figure something out where we can both do that. So, Excellent. Excellent. All right, Christian. Well, thanks for joining me on this segment. I appreciate you stopping by. We'll see you Thanksgiving, bud. Yeah, we'll see you at Thanksgiving. (laughs) Oh, yes. See you at Thanksgiving. (laughs) All right. All right. Welcome back to No Credentials Required. Again, I want to thank my nephew Christian for being a part of the show. He's getting a free t-shirt. Speaking of free t-shirts, speaking of t-shirts, you, 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 the listener, you can get yourself some no credentials required gear right now by going to bonfire.com. Just do a search for no credentials required. It'll bring up several t-shirts and sweatshirts you can buy for yourself. So, Hey, I got the baseball t-shirt, the three quarter sleeve. It's really, really comfortable, really, really fit. And it fits really, really nice. Um, Several people have ordered several other friends have ordered t-shirts and I'm happy to say that they have, they're very satisfied with their tees too. Even my sister bought one. <laughs> and I've also sent some other, some past guests of the program, uh, of this podcast, uh, a t-shirt, a t-shirt of their own. So uh, hopefully get to see some of those, some of the no credentials required army represented out there. That's uh, not really so much an army as it is just a platoon, I guess. But anyway, but no, go to bonfire.com, search for no credentials required. And you can go ahead and uh, order yourself some gear. Get yourself a t-shirt. Get yourself a hoodie. Winter's coming, folks. And especially up here in the Northeast, it's going to get brutally cold sometimes. You need, yourself, you need something to keep yourself warm. Go ahead and 
get yourself a no credentials required t-shirt represent the local sports matter movement okay so speaking of so we're going to end things here on episode 43 of no credentials required again listen on monday for the local sports bee again covering mostly the albany professional sports area metro new york beat from an upstate point of view where i cover the jets and the, uh, the jets and the devils and life lessons from the week uh, and then next week working on a plan for next week hoping to get a former canadian football league receiver on uh, who also played in the IFL, the Indoor Football League, hoping to have him on, talk about his experiences both in Canada and in the Indoor League. Got to work on some guests for later this month, too. All right, that's going to do it for No Credentials Required. Once again, I want to remind you to go to your preferred podcast app, like, share, subscribe, whether it be on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Spreaker, Podchaser, Google Play. Also, leave a review. It will be very, very helpful. And... Visit our social media channels on Twitter at BellyUpNCR, also on Instagram, BellyUpNCR, Facebook.com forward slash BellyUpSportsNCR, and then finally on YouTube, just search for No Credentials Required. So until next time, folks, thanks for listening, and we'll see you around the Mighty 518. courtesy of Joseph McDade. Check him out and support his music at patreon.com forward slash Joseph McDade. Be sure to rate, share, and subscribe on multiple podcast platforms, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Spreaker. No credentials required as a Belly Up Sports Podcast Network production in association with Godzilla Media. Thank you for listening to this Belly Up Sports Podcast Network product. Some said we go belly up, so we made it our name. And we're still here. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. 